0: Hello and welcome to day 200 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from the first book of Maccabees chapter 14 verse 25 through chapter 16 verse 24, the Proverbs of Solomon chapter 3 verses 33 through 38, and Acts chapter 21 verses 1 through 16. Let us begin with the first book of Maccabees chapter 14 verse 25. The people heard these words and they said, How can we show our gratitude to Simon and his sons? For he, his brothers, and his father's house stood strong and waged war with the enemies of Israel by themselves and secured her freedom. So they wrote these words on bronze tablets and put them on the pillars on Mount Zion. And this is a copy of what they wrote On the eighteenth day of Elu, in the one 100- hundred. In the hundred and seventy-second year, which is the third year of the great High Priest Simon in the court of God's people at the large gathering of the priests and people and the rulers of the nation and the elders of the land, the following was made known to us since there have been since there have often been wars in the country, Simon, the son of Mattathias, priest of the sons of Jorab. Jor-rib, with his brothers placed themselves at risk and opposed their nation's adversaries, so they so their sanctuary and the law would be protected, and they honored their nation with great glory. Jonathan also rallied their nation, was made their high priest, and was brought before his people When their adversaries chose to invade their country and seize their sanctuary. Simon set out to wage war for his country. He spent large amounts of his own money and supplied weapons to the soldiers in his nation's army and paid them wages. Thus, he strengthened the cities of Judea and Beth-zur on the boundary of Judea, where the weapons of the enemies were kept, and he established there a garrison of Jews. He also strengthened Joppa by the sea and Gezerah on the boundary of Azotus, where the enemy had previously lived. He moved the Jews there and supplied them with whatever they needed for their welfare. When the people saw Simon's dependability and the glory he was committed to bring to, the, to his nation, they chose him as their ruler and high priest. Because he did all these things, and because of the righteousness and good faith he kept toward his nation in every way he tried to honor his people under his rule everything he touched prospered and he drove out the gentiles from the land the men in the city of david and jerusalem had made a citadel for themselves from which they went out and defiled the vicinity of the sanctuary and caused great harm to its purity then he settled Jews in it and strengthened it for the security of the country and the city, and built up the walls of Jerusalem to greater heights. In light of these accomplishments, King Demetrius established him in the high priesthood. He also made him one of his friends and showed him great honor. For he for he heard the Jews were called friends, allies, and brothers by the Romans, and that they had received Simon's ambassadors with honor." Thus the Jews and the priests were pleased that Simon should be their ruler and high priest forever until a faithful prophet should arise. They were also pleased that he should be their governor and take responsibility for the sanctuary and choose workers to meet its needs and to look after the country, the weapons, and the fortresses. Indeed, they decided he should look after the sanctuary and be obeyed by all, that all the contracts of the nation should be drafted with his signature, and that he should be vested in purple and gold. Now that none of the people or the priests were to be allowed to repeal any of these things, or say anything in opposition to him, or hold an assembly of the people without him, or be clothed, In purple or wear a gold buckle. Anyone who should do anything contrary to these decisions or nullify any of them was to be held liable. All the people resolved that Simon should act according to these decisions of the Jews and priests and the guardian of all. They commanded that this decree be inscribed on bronze tablets and be put in a public place near the sanctuary. Copies were also placed in treasury accessible to Simon and his sons. First book of Maccabees, chapter 15. Then Antiochus, son of King Demetrius, sent a letter from the island of the sea to Simon, the high priest and ethnarch of the Jews, and to all the nation. It contained the following, Antiochus, the king to Simon, high priest and ethnarch, and the nation of the Jews. Greetings. Since certain troublemakers gained the mastery over the kingdom of our fathers, I wish to lay claim to the kingdom so I can establish it as it was before. I have recruited a multitude of troops and prepared warships. I plan to go throughout the nation that I may pursue those who laid our country to ruin and desolate many of its cities. Now, therefore, I validate your tax remissions, which the kings before me forgave you, and whatever other payments they remitted for you. I also authorize you to make your own coinage as money for your nation and allow Jerusalem and the sanctuary to be free. All the weapons you prepared and the fortresses you built, which you seized, let them remain with you. Every money you owe the royal treasury, as well as future debts, let them be remitted from now on and for all time. As soon as we regain control of our kingdom, we will honor you and your nation and the temple with great glory, that your glory may be evident in all the earth. In the 174th year, King Antiochus went to the land of his fathers, and all his soldiers went with him. Few sided with Trifo. When Antichus went after him, he fled to Dora by sea, for he knew that calamity had come upon him. His armies deserted him, then Antichus set up camp opposite Dora with 120,000 fighting men and 8,000 cavalry. He encircled the city, and the ships joined the battle from the sea. So he pressed hard against the city by land and sea and did not allow anyone to leave or enter. Then Numenius and his men came from Rome with letters... To the kings and their countries in which the following was contained. Lucius, the Roman consul, to Ptolemy, the king, greetings. The ambassadors of the Jews came to us as friends and allies to renew their long standing friendship and alliance. They were sent from Simon, the high priest, and by the Jewish people, and brought a gold shield of a thousand menace. Therefore it pleased us to write the kings and their countries that they may not, that they not seek to hurt them, or wage war against them, and their cities and country, or form alignments with those who fight them. It seems right to accept the shield from them. It, there, if therefore any troublemakers have escaped from their country to you, give them over to Simon the high priest, that he may he might prosecute them according to their law. The council wrote identical letters to King Demetrius and to Adelas, Ariarathes, and Arsaces, and. To all the nations, to Samamp and the Spartans and to Delos, Mididos, Sion, Caria, Samos, Pamphylia, Lycia, Helicarnasus, Rhodes, Felicis, Cosside, Arados, Gortina, Cyndus, Cyprus, and Cyrene. They also sent a copy to Simon the high priest meanwhile king Anticus besieged Dora a second time repeatedly launching his forces against it and building engines of war he put trifo in confinement so he could neither go out or go in then Simon sent Anticus 2,000 chosen men as allies along with silver gold and considerable weaponry but Anticus decided not to accept these things he broke all the former agreements he had made with Simon becoming estranged from him then he sent Anticus Thanibus, one of his friends, to confer with him, saying, You control Joppa, Gazara, and the citadel in Jerusalem. They are cities of my kingdom. You desolated their territory and caused great damage in the land, and you rule over many places in my kingdom. Now therefore, give back the cities you took and the taxes from the places you rule outside the boundaries of judea otherwise give me 500 talents of silver for them as well as 500 talents more for the destruction you cause and for the tribute of the cities or else we will wage war and defeat you when athenibus the friend of the king entered jerusalem and saw the glory of simon and the sideboarded sideboard plated with gold and silver and a magnificent display he stood amazed then he reported the words of the king to him Thus Simon answered and said to him, "'We have not taken any foreign land, nor have we captured foreign property, but only the inheritance of our fathers, which years ago was seized unjustly by our adversaries. But now that we have occasion, we are holding firmly to the inheritance of our fathers. And as for Joppa and Gazara, which you want, their people were causing great damage to our people and our country. For them we will give you one hundred talents.' Athenibos said not a word in reply, but returned to the king in anger. When he relayed to him these words, plus Simon's splendor and everything he witnessed, the king was extremely enraged. Now Trifo had boarded a ship and escaped to ortho So the king made Kennedus his commander-in-chief of the seacoast and gave him infantry soldiers and cavalry. He then ordered him to encamp opposite Judea and further ordered him to build Kedron and strengthening its gates, and to wage war against the people. But the king himself pursued Trifo. When Sendebaeus arrived in Jamnia, he began to harass the people. He also invaded Judea, took people captive, and killed them. Then he built up Kedron and stationed cavalry and soldiers there so they could march through the roads of Judea, making roads as the king commanded him. First book of Maccabees, chapter 16. Then John traveled from Gaza and told his father Simon the damage Cindibus was inflicting. So Simon called his two oldest sons, Judas and John, and said to them, My brothers and I and my father's house have fought Israel's battles from our youth until this very day. Things have gone well for us, so as to rescue Israel many times over. Now I have become old, and you, by his mercy, are men of maturity. Take over my position and my brother's role." and go fight for our country, and may the help sent from heaven be yours. Thus John chose 20,000 fighting men and cavalry from the country. Together they marched toward Cenobus, and encamped overnight in Modian. They arose early, marching to the plain. Behold, a huge army was marching out to meet them, infantry and cavalry, and there was a stream between them. John and his army faced off against them, and when he saw that his troops were afraid to ford, the stream he crossed first. His soldiers saw him and crossed behind him. He then divided up the men, putting the cavalry in the middle of the infantry, for the enemy's cavalry was large, was very large. When they sounded the trumpet, Cendibus and his army were routed and numbers of them fell wounded. The rest of them fled into the fortress. Then Judas, the brother of John, was wounded, but John pursued them until Sendibus reached Kedron, where he had done construction. When they ran into the towers and the fields of Azotus, John set them afire, and roughly two thousand of their men perished. Then he returned to Judea in peace. Now Ptolemy, the son of Ababus, had been made governor to rule over the plain of Jericho. He had large hordes of silver and gold for he was the son-in-law of the high priest he was optimistic and full of determination to seize control of the country so he developed an evil strategy to seize simon and his sons by trickery now simon was paying a visit to the cities throughout the country concentrating on their needs so he went down to jericho along with his sons mattathias and judas in the 177th year in the 11th month the month of shabbat the sons of Ababus received them with deceit in the little fortress called Duc, which he had erected, and he gave them a grand feast and hid the men there. So when Simon and his sons became drunk, Ptolemy and his soldiers emerged and grabbed their weapons. When they encountered Simon in the banquet hall, they murdered him along with his two sons and certain of his servants. Indeed, Ptolemy committed great treachery, returning evil for good. Ptolemy then drafted report to the king about these things and asked that he might send him soldiers to help and to secure their country and cities. He also dispatched soldiers to Gezerah to seize John and sent letters to military tribunes to come to him so he might give them silver, gold, and gifts. Then he sent others to capture Jerusalem and the Temple Hill, but somebody ran ahead and told John in Gazara that his father and his brothers had been killed and that he has sent men to kill you as well. When John heard this, he was deeply shocked. He captured the soldiers who came to crush him and killed them, for he discovered they were there to kill him. The rest of John's words and his war history and brave acts which he did so courageously plus the heightening of the walls which he built and his other accomplishments behold they are written in the book of his high priesthood from when he was first made high priest following his father the proverbs of solomon chapter 3 verse 33. Do not be ready to quarrel with a man in vain, lest he do you some harm. Do not incur the reproach of, an, of evil men, neither seek their ways. For every lawless man is unclean before the Lord, and he does not sit among the righteous. The curse of God is in the houses of the ungodly, but he blesses the dwellings of the righteous. The Lord opposes the arrogant, but he gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but the ungodly exalt dishonor. Acts chapter 21 verse 1. Now it came to pass that when we had departed from them and set sail running a straight course, we came to Kos, the following day to Rhodes, and from there to Patera. And finding a ship sailing over to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we had sighted Cyprus, we passed it on the left, sailed to Syria, and landed at Tyre. For there the ship was to unload her cargo, and finding disciples, we stayed there seven days. They told Paul through the Spirit not to go up to Jerusalem. When we had come to the end of those days, we departed and went on our way, and they all accompanied us with wives and children till we were out of the city, and we knelt down on the shore and prayed. When we had taken our leave of one another, we boarded the ship, and they returned home." And when we had finished our voyage from Tyre, we came to Ptolemais, greeted the brethren, and stayed with them one day. On the next day, we who were Paul's, Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip the evangelist. He was one of the seven and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied and as We stayed many days. A certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. When he had come to us, he took Paul's belt, bound his own hands and feet, and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man who owns this belt, and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Now when we heard these things, both we and those from that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So when he would not be persuaded, we ceased, saying, The Lord, the will of the Lord be done. And after those days we packed and went up to Jerusalem. Also some of the disciples from Caesarea went with us and brought with them a certain Manassan of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we were to lodge. Thank you for joining me on day 200 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 201.